Welcome to Sundial. I'm Carlos Frias. You'll never say your house is messy again after you've seen the homes that Audi Kahnanen cleans on YouTube. Audi cleans the dirtiest homes you hope never to see. Dirty isn't even the right word. Clean isn't either. She digs people out of their messy spaces. And usually, she helps dig them out of their depression. There's a reason tens of millions follow her on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And it isn't just for shock value. Audi steps in when a person is overwhelmed, usually after an unexpected tragedy, a painful loss. We usually never meet the person Audi's helping. She doesn't want people to have to sell their pain to get her help. She uses sponsorships on her social media to cover the costs. She recently came from her home country of Finland to South Florida, where she's cleaning houses for free. She knows the power of what she's doing. Cleaning and organizing helped Audi through her own depression. Now she's helping others out of theirs, one offensively dirty bathroom at a time. Audi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so just for you, we have our, our studio that you can see through the windows, uh, our new newsroom that is a total disaster that's being renovated. So we did that just for you, just to, just to make you feel at home. <laughs> yeah, but I think your studio isn't dirty enough for me. No? Sorry. No, no. way. Well, listen, <laughs> after watching some of your videos, I know for a fact that that is true. Yes, I love dirt, grime, mold, everything. Ah. I don't understand you at all, but hopefully in the next hour we'll start to <laughs> figure out why that is. It's funny because um, you know our, our producer Leslie sent us uh, Leslie Obaya sent us some you know some of the links, and I started watching, and I watched about thirty seconds of one video, and I was like, that's as much as I ho I hope that that was enough for the algorithm to get you the money you need for your sponsorship to keep cleaning. I was like, but that's all I can watch of that. Um, oh, I understand. But tell me about that. Like do you. It, there must be a, an element like that of people that um, that are both as as drawn as they are to like the not just the cleaning but like the um, you know the the kind of drama of that of what got people to that place. As there are people who look at it and be like, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah, people love to see something transform, mm. like, uh, and then they love also the stories. So it's it's both of them. Right. The story seems like so much of it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, people, I often get asked, how did it end up like that? People don't understand how someone's home can look like that. But I feel like I can understand if you are years depressed, then it usually starts from the kitchen. You left few dishes there and here, and then few trashes and Suddenly, the whole home is total mess. Wow! So it, it kind of it's one of those things where you it, it, it builds. You you would leave one thing, it becomes, and it just becomes overwhelming. Like where do where did you start, right? Yeah, and usually these people say that they are going to take the trash out tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes. Right. So I think people need to get an idea, and and folks, if you're if you're listening at home right now and you're having lunch, whatever you do, you might not want to put on her videos while we're talking about <laughs> this. But uh, but if people do want to find your videos, um, t what what's the best way to find it? I think the best way to find me is uh, on Instagram, Katarina or TikTok, Katarina or YouTube, Katarina or Facebook, Katarina Katarina <laughs> with two eyes in there. Katarina. Yes. <laughs> and so give us a description. I mean, uh, like there's been times where I look at my room and I'm like, this is a disaster. It's going to take me, you know, 
I'm going to be cleaning for 20 minutes here to get this back in the, <laughs> into orderly space. But give us an example of the kind of things that you're talking about, the, the special needs places that you encounter. Yeah, so the perfect home for me is uh, you can see the floor. That's the first thing. You cannot see the floor. Yeah, it's perfect. Oof. Like it's, uh, the home is filled with trash. So you can see the floor. There might be some uh, rats, cockroaches, oh maggots. Oh, I love Lord. those. And <laughs> then there's like good stains. So there's mm, what now? Is it stains. Oh, or, un or unidentifiable. Yeah. yeah. And then layers of dust. Because, oh my God. A year's layer of dust is it is so beautiful oh. and then i come <laughs> I and i can wipe it away oh, oh my god because you it's interesting i feel like you can see the other side when you look at it you can be you can see like you can see what it's going to look like when you're done no no or maybe i can but it's not that i like the result I like the cleaning process itself. So I love that thick layer of dust. But table like this clean, it's boring. <laughs> so <laughs> the dust layer is fascinating for it's me. Just some, well, what is it about that? Do you think that, is, that just became interesting to you? I think because I'm the world's best cleaner. So... Trademark, TM, world's best cleaner. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't everybody love what they are best for? Like, mm. I just love because I know how to do it. I'm quick. I can, uh, I, I feel like I can control a life around me when I'm cleaning. Oh, that's interesting. So mm -hmm. something about the cleaning process gives you like order. Yes. Interesting. How did you discover that that was a thing that, that brought order to your life? Like, where were you at the point in your life when you started to, to realize that? Well, uh, as a kid, I was a messy girl. What really, do you mean by messy? Like, my room was total disaster. Like, <laughs> And mom or dad, I, and your mom is in the studio yeah. today. So I, she's in the control room. Is she right? Is she right? Was it a disaster, mom? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up from the other room. <laughs> but give me an example. What did a disastrous room look like for Audi Kanan? It, it was like messy, like clothes and trash everywhere and uh, once my mom took a trash bag mm -hmm. and put everything there oh i know every <laughs> parent has had that that if you don't clean this up everything on the floor is gonna end up in this trash yep. bag yep did that happen yeah oh yeah because I, oh my god i was so messy uh, and i i think i still i am but yeah after that so my mom has been in the cleaning industry almost her whole life. Oh, really? So back then, when I was 16, she was working uh, in a cleaning company. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, maybe I should start cleaning too. So I started cleaning, age of 16. And after that, uh, when I was like 19, I went to study cleaning. Okay, this is interesting. So yeah. there's like... It, there's like institutes where you study cleaning in Finland where you're yes, from, right? Correct. So there's like a there's a culture of of cleaning then if you have like a cleaning institute, right? Yes. And I think that's I'm super proud of that that we have that in Finland. Cuz it's cause unique. You, yeah, you've seen enough of the world, I imagine to to see that it's not like that everywhere. Why do you think yep. it's why do you think it's so uh, that's such a highlighted thing in where you're from? I think uh in Finland uh, we have to play, pay 
um, high salary to our employees. Mm. So they have to be fast, you know, mm. they have to be quick enough. So that's why we have schools to teach them cleaning techniques, products, da 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 da. So they are fast. Because if I go to Asia, I see cleaners there, they have this tiny square and they are cleaning it the whole day. Because the salaries are so low, so oh, they can do that. Oh, that's interesting. So it's kind of like uh, the quicker you get done, the quicker, the, the less the person has to pay. And, yes. Oh, that's so interesting. Exactly. And so when what was like your first motivation, do you think? Like when you you see, you know, at 16, was there a was there a moment that kind of flipped a, a switch for you? No, I just needed money. <laughs> that's the switch, folks. <laughs> my, my mom was like, you have to work. Oh, that's like, it. Like you have to work. And I was I I liked working. Uh, I hate school, so I liked working, so that was it. That did it for you. And I- I'm curious what it was like. Did you go with your mom on the things? Like, what was your first f- your first trip, your first foray into into cleaning? No, my mom was a service manager back then, and I was just cleaning houses. Oh, just like uh, around the neighborhood or, yeah. friends or friends or what? Yeah, like friends and families and like because of course I was uh, at the same time I was in school mm. so I was studying at the same time so after school I went to clean <laughs> right and there's I mean there's one thing to do that for for a paycheck you know you, you do what it is I mean plenty of folks you know know what it's like to to start in a cleaning service or clean a hotel or mm-hmm. you know like there's there's a big kind of um, especially in South Florida there's a big culture of of um, of having um, you know cleaners at your home or cleaning service you know mm. um and but there's something else that you must have been doing that where you found that you you got some kind of feedback you kind yep. of liked it right mm. otherwise you wouldn't be doing it you know this this much time later at that time to be honest i didn't like it yeah i, I don't blame I, you because i wasn't that good i had to try different products and i wasn't that quick and it was mm, painful (laughs) it's like everything i think like uh once you get good at something you start liking it right yes correct so uh at the age i was like 19 so i graduated from high school and i was like what to do with my life uh and then i decided to uh, go to study cleaning because Mm. all of my friends they wanted to go cafeteria or study law to be a doctor's like something sexy and i was like i want to go to cleaning industry oh that's so interesting that yeah why what of all things what was it about that that really caught your attention do you think i think because not many people wanted to go there there was just old people i think so i was like i want to go there and change something oh so you saw kind of a need there there wasn't anybody your age that was young that was competing in your space so to speak exactly i yeah it was like my playground yeah (laughs) well first of all so talk to me about walking into your playground you walk into a space how do you know where to start you can start anywhere i can start anywhere like it doesn't matter where you start i mean do you like do you have an idea of you mentioned that sometimes you can't you can't see the floor of the place yeah. that's the perfect place so do you start with the floor like where's the where's like a good place to start if you don't know yeah, let's you, say let's say the people that somebody's listening now and like i know somebody that's got a disaster of a house and they need my help mm-hmm. and where where would you tell that person to start 
you can start from the floor. It's I think it's easiest to to start pick up the trash. Okay. That's the easiest part. Just right. start. Hmm. Just start is a is a great is a great message, right? Like if if you if you leave it for another day, it's still going to be there and it's going to be worse, right? Yeah. yeah. And it takes time. Usually on video, uh, trash picking it lasts like seconds or minutes. But usually it takes hours. How how long have you spent in a place like as a minimum when you go into a place like how much how much time do you set aside that you know you're going to be doing this usually it's two days and 12 hours each wow so wow. 24 two really full days yeah i'm i'm exhausted it's like running a marathon after that i'm so exhausted <laughs> i'm so sweaty i look terrible but i feel so good so good our guest today is Ari Kananen. She's become famous for going around the globe, cleaning some of the messiest homes. Her book is titled Happiness Cleaning, How to Embrace the Mess and Love the Cleanup. You know, you talked a little bit about your own home growing up, which I was so curious about, and your mom being in the in the cleaning service and how... Mm-hmm. So, so your mom was the neat freak in the family. On top of being your social media person, because she's taking pictures here <laughs> in, the, in the other room, she was the, she was the person that kept the, the, the order of the house going? Well, not really. She was, she's not as uh, good cleaner as I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. The gauntlet has thrown down. You can't say that in a Latin household or like you can't say your parent, you're better than your parent. I'm better. I'm better. She's good at making money, but I'm better as a cleaner oh for sure. God, that's so but funny. she was like swearing and cleaning, so... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have she didn't she didn't take the joy out of it that no, you did. No. <laughs> How did you find that you you know we we talked about this with our producer a little bit. You mentioned that that it it helped you get past a certain point in your life like getting that order around you. I'm curious how that happened. Like how did that how did one thing help you with the other? You mean the time when I was depressed mm-hmm. or Yeah, so uh, I remember when I was 10, I had my journal where I write these really depressed things that I didn't want to be here. And it was, uh, I think, terrible time for me. And then I started therapy when I was 14. Oh, wow. So... Like, was there anything particular going on in your life at that point? Like, No, that's the thing. I think... Like, I don't know, even nowadays, where did it come from? But it got worse and worse years after year. Right. So. Which is like a lot of things sometimes. It's unexplained. You can fall into a, a depression. You can fall into yeah. a funk. And, and it sounded like you you had support system around you that, that recognized it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate that. So... It was it was hard time for me, but I've learned that everybody struggles here at some point. Mm. So that's why I want to help people because mm. I know everybody struggles. But sometimes people just need help. Right. A little bit of help and that can help them. Right. And and that's I imagine you feel like what you're doing has specifically helped some people past their points, yes. right? So, uh before this, before my TikTok career, I was uh, volunteering at suicidal hotline so now i've combined my two favorite things 
helping people and cleaning. Oh, that's interesting. You were this was in Finland where you were. Yes. Right, and and obviously in America we do have a national suicide prevention lifeline number, and that's just nine eight eight. Again, just nine eight eight, and you can call that and text that number and get the help you need. Hmm. Uh, tell me about getting that job. What to, what led you to that job in in particular in Finland when you were doing that? Well, after therapy, I was like, when I uh, when I wasn't anymore depressed mm -hmm. i was like i want to help people because there's so many people depressed and like struggling and everything so i was like it was so clear to me that after i have finished my school i want to help people so i started to do that once a week mm. so yeah and so it really that it, it was it sounded like a way that you were able to give back in, in a way that was yeah to because i felt like our government or society mm -hmm. has given me so much so i want to give them back yeah how did that lead to the to the tiktoks like when <laughs> when was the first time that you tell me about the first times that you recorded them you know that you decided you know i'm going to record this and maybe put it on the internet see whether people care what was that like yeah so at that time so first i was a cleaner then i became a supervisor so back then i had like 30, 40 employees. And it was my summer vacation. Wow, so you had really risen to the point where you had like a whole, like you, yeah. you learned and you started like your own company. It wasn't my company. Actually, it was my mom's company. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I worked there as a slave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Ma <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And how did that lead to the videos? So yeah, it was uh, my summer vacation and then I was cleaning, back then I was cleaning my friends and relatives homes mm -hmm. for free. So I was cleaning my relatives home and there was this stove. It wasn't that dirty, but I was like, hey, maybe I should film it. Maybe I should film it and show the whole world how fun, easy and sexy cleaning is. Like, you're you're, you're I, I don't even know what you're saying, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that, uh, on that time, I was the only one who saw it. So I, I wanted to show it to her world. So I film it and the video got like 300 views. So nobody saw All right. it. All right, okay, so it didn't blow up, okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it didn't blow up. Uh, I think my granny was the only one who was like, good job. Your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> she was the uh, first one who downloaded TikTok after I started doing videos. Your grandma downloaded TikTok yes. so she can watch, you, watch yes. you do videos. Yes, after that video. Does she comment on the videos? No, <laughs> she just watched them. <laughs> Was there talk to me about the point where, the moment where something went, vi something went viral or unexpectedly just blew up? Yeah, so it was fun. I just kept posting videos. Mm -hmm. My mom was laughing at me once I showed her this video, and she was like, "That's horrible." And I was like, "Okay, I know." <laughs> what, what was that? Vi what was the video of? I was washing a door. But I didn't post it because it it was horrible. She was right. Oh my god! Okay, so funny. but then I met this guy on Tinder, and he oh, has, tell me more. <laughs> I know <laughs> he has a had a birthday coming, so I was like, "Hey, can I clean your home for free?" 
and make a video about it as a birthday present. And he was like, okay, that's weird, but okay. That is, that's got to be one of the weirdest <laughs> first Tinder dates that I've heard. Like, yep. hey, I'd like to come over to your apartment and clean it. Yep. Okay, all right. <laughs> but that was the first time we saw each other. So no, I'm, get out of here. That was your first date? Yep. I went there and I was like, at first I was a little bit disappointed because the house didn't look that uh, dirty. But I jumped on the counter and I saw these top shelves. There was a thick layers of dust and I was like, yes, jackpot. <laughs> Amazing bingo. Okay. And I made the video and for the first night it got like 5 million views. So after that, Good Morning America contacted me. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, it was crazy. You became an international sensation <laughs> by cleaning your Tinder dates yeah, video. like overnight. <laughs> and after that, we got engaged and... Come on. I know, it's crazy. I, You know, <laughs> I would say you're making it up if you weren't here right in front of me telling me with a straight face. Yeah. So the guy that you went on a Tinder date with, you basically yeah. were able to... to delete tinder from your app after yep. meeting him and seeing his mostly clean apartment right <laughs> yeah <laughs> how did that oh my god how did that change your life then to to find that people had an interest in what you were doing uh, well at first it it felt crazy every time you opened tiktok it there was just people following you and what kind of things were people saying were they commenting about you about the space about the guy yeah about the guy and me <laughs> because back then i cleaned also my ex-boyfriend's home so they they didn't know anything about me they called me like i'm a doormat and oh. i'm crazy and oh like pathetic. he was making you uh clean his apartment it is what yeah, they he thought. asked me to clean his apartment and I, of course, I said yes. You were like, this is the only good thing about this relationship yeah. is this dirty apartment. <laughs> I can clean for everybody. I don't care who you are. I can clean your home. That's for sure. Simple. If it's dirty enough. Right. I'm curious there, what it's, there has to be something that you see come up usually when, when you're cleaning houses. Some, something that ties all the people who, who mm -hmm. are in this position. And, and I know you've, you've, just from watching a couple of your videos that it's sometimes something has happened in their life where they kind of freeze. Yep. Talk to me about a little bit about what you've learned from that, from what people are going through. Yeah. Usually, like I would say 80% of time mm -hmm. they are depressed. So depression, I think it's a most common mental illness for these people. But some people have traumas, like they have lost their child or get out of an abusive relationship. Uh, but yeah, it's always something with mental illness. I can imagine. I can definitely imagine that where you lose someone who's very close to you and then you just don't, you just don't feel like doing anything. Mm -hmm. And then just as you live your life, things, the world piles up around you, I guess. Yeah, right. And I mean, nobody wants to live amongst filth. Right. Nobody. Right. But they, they don't know what else to do they are desperate but usually at that point when people contact me mm -hmm. they want some change for their lives that's interesting they're coming yeah. to you when they've already realized yes they, they have help. they've tried uh, for themselves to clean but they are like they are so tired of that situation they are embarrassed but still they 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 are like something has to change 
it's interesting too that you know there's there was a stretch like where we had a lot of like home makeup home makeover shows you know mm-hmm. like extreme home makeover and then everything was being made over in an extreme way and it was always we were hearing the family's personal story and we were meeting them and what have you but you don't do that you don't necessarily require people to to tell you this they can remain anonymous yeah. a lot of the times right yeah because i feel like it's more than enough that they are letting me to their home to mm. clean because it's a brave thing it's like i can see everything about their life it's so shameful so that's enough for me if they just let me in right because they have to they have to make a big they're 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 opening up a part of their lives to you yeah. already and you're saying you don't have to open up any more than that yeah yeah because yeah on video it it looks easier but <laughs> imagine if that was your home yeah I'm curious what it's been like after that. Like, uh, talk to me about. You've been doing this for how long now? Where you've been filming it and such? Uh, I started my TikTok uh, 2020, so th- three and a half years ago. Yeah. So you must be getting to the point where some of the people that you helped earlier on, you do you keep in touch with them? No, but some people they still send me pictures of their clean homes. Oh really? Yeah, that is so that is so cute. There's this one granny. I think I cleaned her home like a year ago, but still she sent me pictures because her only wish was that she uh, is able to bake one day in her home, in her kitchen. So she sent me pictures of the cakes she makes. Oh, because <laughs> oh, her kitchen was so overrun that yeah. she couldn't use it. Yeah, it's so sweet. What did you learn about that person in particular? Like, what what had happened in their lives that things got to that point? Yeah, so she kept her home clean, like, for years. She was, like, 80 or 70. Uh, But, like, 10 years ago, uh, when she retired, Mm -hmm. she uh, depressed. So, oh, because that that whole change in your life. Yeah. That, I mean, retirement is a really can be a big is, is a huge life change for, yeah. for for most people. Right. So one day she just wake up and saw her home totally destroyed. Like, and she was like, "Oh, oh my God! I just need help." Wow. So then she emailed me, and I went there and cleaned her home, and now she's doing so much better. That's amazing. I did. Did you find from your own? Like when you deal with you dealt with your own depression and you talk to people who were depressed um, on the hotline, did you find that that gave you a particular insight to what people were going through? Yeah, it gives me a perspective of life, but it gives me also hope because I never thought that I would live older than twenty five. Never ever. Really? Why? Yeah. Why? Because I didn't want to live. Mm. Like, so I thought that I would never make this far or I didn't want to make. So it gave, I, I know that there is hope for everybody. Right. So I, and I think that's the key. I'm, when I'm cleaning these homes, I want to give hope to these people. Like that you can fix anything. Did, did you find that that, that that was important to you in your own life? Like having someone who kept showing you that there's things to hope for that helped you that in in therapy getting you to the other side well yeah and i think the most important people to show that was me Hmm. so Hmm. 
Talk to me more about that. What do you mean? Talk to me more about finding the hope inside you. Yeah. How did you do that? Like through therapy, of course, it took me many years. But when you are like figuring out your values, you're talking about mm-hmm. things. At some point, it. At some point, there was this breaking point when I I, I remember when I was uh, jogging in my home. Uh, what is bike with bike? Oh, you like uh, you were doing like a like a stationary bike. You were biking. <laughs> yeah, biking in okay. my hometown, and oh, then hometown. Okay. I was I was outside and mm-hmm. I was watching like all the colors and I see colors so brightful. So I was like, is this a real life? Like, because before my life was being so gray Mm. i saw everything gray but now it was so colorful and i was i was (laughs) i was just laughing like this is a real life is this my life now right like you just you just saw the world you saw there was a moment where you just saw the beauty that you've been missing yeah and it was i remember that forever what what lesson did you can you take from that because for me i think i think this idea that if you hold on, you know, even when you're going through a hard time, that if you hold on, that there is, there is another side of the thing. And even in a, in a tunnel, there's always, you know, there's a light on the other side. You know, I try to remember that when things are hard. What, what kind of things did you take away from your own experience? Well, uh, I I started to make uh, tiny changes. So hmm. I started therapy, and after that, I try uh, I started to. Uh, like diet mm. um, I cut out like milk and wheat I started to eat healthier I try to sleep better mm. because one thing I've noticed in these houses that the residents or the house owners always have they have money problems they eat poorly they sleep poorly their home is messy so <clears throat> There usually it's a, a cycle of negative things. Right. There's this accruing of different problems that add up before you get to that point. Yeah. Right. So uh, I didn't know back then, but I kind of break that cycle because back then I was smoking and doing like oh everything horrible. Like you had a lot of negative things going on here, and then now you're on the other side, and you can see some of those patterns. Yeah, I don't drink anymore. I sleep so well. I exercise. I try to eat healthy. Like, you can do so much yeah. for yourself. You know, I know. Uh, you know, you started obviously in Finland, and after that first viral video went, uh, you were on Good Morning America, and now you brought your cleaning skills to this <laughs> to the to the states, uh, and you're in you're based in South Florida, and you're looking for dirty homes, right? Yes. Okay. Well, our guest today is Ari Kananen. She's become famous for going around the globe cleaning some of the messiest homes. She's got a book, and it's titled Happiness Cleaning, How to Embrace the Mess and Love the Cleanup. You can also find her on Instagram and TikTok at Ari, Ka- Ari Katarina with two eyes in there. Ari, so you've what brought you to South Florida? Like, What is the thing that, that made you decide, all right, I'm going to go around the globe, and my next stop is, is South Florida? <laughs> well, yeah. I've heard that everything is bigger in America. Mm-hmm. So, and I love big messes. So, <laughs> why wouldn't I come here? Like, and there's this company who runs my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And they are based in Miami. So, it was easy to come here because 
They could help me with everything. Finding all these new places to clean, new new content, looking for new content. So I heard that before you came here, you had never seen a cockroach. Is that true? Yep, yep that's true. All right. So <laughs> put me in context. Is I don't remember. I'm sure I saw a cockroach for the first time because I grew up down here. Yeah. Uh, young enough that I don't remember that it terrified me. I'm sure that it did because I hate them today. Uh, what was your reaction? When? Tell me the context. When did you see it? What was your reaction to it? Okay. Yeah, uh, that was my first home here. Uh, there was a single mom and her 13-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And I went there with my brother. My brother was here for vacation and, and we went there. He was on vacation and you made him clean a house? <laughs> you, that's just mean. That's just mean. What's your brother's name? Let's give him a shout out. Santere. Santere. <laughs> Santere is un santo, as we say here. He's a saint. Yeah. <laughs> what part of town were you in? Where Where were you? Do you remember? No, I think it was near Miami. Okay. Like, but I don't... Remember. You don't know the neighborhoods yet. No. You're still, you're still getting used to it. I'm still learning. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So tell me about that, that first house, that first yeah. Florida house. So we went inside the home and then uh, we started... We couldn't see the cockroaches yet. So we started collecting all the trash. Mm -hmm. And when I pick up the trash, there was like hundreds of them. Uh. Like seriously. And I thought for the first five minutes, I was like, what is going on? What are these? I didn't know. So I just, I just pick up the trash. Then I waited until they left because I saw that they were so scared of me. And then I pick up again. And like after five first five minutes i got used to them oh Bobby, i don't know i've been <laughs> i've been i've lived here my whole life and i haven't gotten used to them <laughs> my my brother's son that it was like you are crazy what was his reaction he he was scared of them <laughs> yeah he was like picking up the trust and he weighed it but i was like whatever and then they started to crawl uh through the ceiling oh boy like up the ceiling yeah I'm and out. then they dropped on top of us. Oh, come on. Like <laughs> You're just... Look at our poor sound engineer, Richard, over there. He's just shaking his head. He's like, we're we're done here. <laughs> it does. It sounds like a horror film. Les Leslie just... It was a, like yeah. a horror film. Oh, my God. You are, see, I can't even describe it, but I'm, I'm glad that that was my first home because I thought every home was like that. But after that, I've cleaned here and... They have like few cockroaches, like 10 or something. But that home, they had like, I don't know, maybe million cockroaches. Oh, oh my God. You're, I, think, I think you're inoculated <laughs> against them at this point. Because South Florida also has these, we call them palmetto bugs, because it's, it's already such a different scale. We have to call it something else. It's like it's uh, with these huge that'll come flying at you. You haven't had one of those yet? They've come no, flying I at don't you? think so. Mm, that's oh, interesting. You're in for a treat this summer, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> So, tell me about. So you've been in here. You've been in South Florida now. How long doing this? One kind and of work? a half months. One and a half months. Yes. So give me the summary. What is it? What What have you found here so far? Really good houses. I love America. Like seriously, houses are big. The messes are bigger. Oh my god. I love it. So much trash. Oh, and there is so many people because Finland we have like five point five million people there. So. I have a huge playground here, oh my but gosh. still I'm trying to find dirty houses because it's hard to reach out people, you know? 
How, I, how have you done that? What what do you what do you try to do to get folks? Is it just through your social media? How do you? Because yeah. I guess there's folks in South Florida. You're basically saying if you got a dirty house, reach out to you, right? Yeah. How did how do folks do that? Like, uh, that's why I post videos mm-hmm. on TikTok and Facebook and everything, so people can find me, so these houses can find me. So that's the point. That's the worth doing those videos. You said you had one in Miami go viral, right? Yeah. All right. Tell me about that one. Yeah, that was my uh, the exact same house my first uh, right the one where it was raining cockroaches yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it went viral i think now it has like 130 million views on tiktok so it's yeah it's quite good (laughs) you um you you, i mean you've already been uh through america uh doing different kinds of cleanings right like you clean like the hollywood walk of fame right yeah all right (laughs) You're out there cleaning the sidewalk. I'm like, this lady is out of her mind. I can clean anything. I can clean anything. Do you remember who's, were there stars that you cleaned? Were there particular yeah, stars? Yeah, I cleaned like those who? stars. They were a little bit dirty. Uh, do you remember which which stars? Pink. Pink, you cleaned? Yeah, I cleaned, of course. Which is but appropriate. Fo- I love pink. Folks, don't, right now you're, you're, you're dripping in pink. You got a pink leather jacket and a pink shirt underneath. You got yep. pink lipstick. Is pink is your go-to color? Yes, uh, I love pink. And you do you clean while you're cleaning? Are you usually wearing pink or? Yep, every time. What? So tell me what it was when did people when you were out there cleaning the Walk of Fame? I mean, have we gotten to the point where people just walk right by, or were people did people stop and ask what you were doing? Yeah, they asked me what I'm doing, but I said I'm just a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's you know what if you were in if you were in Cal if you're in L.A. They probably were like, sure, some yeah. other some other weird thing being filmed. Like, yeah, that's that's an... exactly. <laughs> Tell me about what it's been like to to find this audience online that is receptive, right? Because like we were talking about, it used to be everything. These shows were on TV, like a makeover show was on TV. Um, talk to me about that shift and and what did it open up for you, right? Because if you had been pitching a show to Hollywood, that that would have been a longer process than you just recording and starting your videos, right? Yeah, so uh, at first, when I posted that Tinder video, soon after that, people started to ask for my help. Mm. So it all like started like that. So I started cleaning their homes on weekends because I had my day job. I was working like day on days and then weekends I was cleaning. Mm-hmm. And after that, like I got my first sponsors like six months after that, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, different, uh, like, what kind of sponsors wanted to attach their names to a dirty house? <laughs> There's this uh, uh, cleaning sponge, Scrub Daddy, who contacted me. Okay, is yeah. that one of the ones you brought in here? Yes. Oh, I th- I've seen guy. these. It's yeah, like a it's little... on Shark Tank. Yeah, it's a little smiley face, yeah. right? Oh, and that's kind of like the perfect mix for you. Like a Shark Tank thing feels like a like a grassroots kind of thing, like a, something that would exist on, like through social marketing yeah. and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, so it was fun. So they contact me and they just sent me their sponges and I love them. So that that helps you to keep doing what you're doing then, right? Is having, yeah. having that versus people, um, vers- you know, obviously having a company where you go and you clean somebody's house or whatever. Yeah, so it helped me because Back then, I couldn't afford to stay hotels. I I couldn't afford to travel that much, and so it helped me a lot because then I could 
buy new things mm-hmm. for these house owners and residents. So yeah, but I was like doing my day job and this social media like at the same time over a year. Oh, so wow. it was rough. Right. But clearly it's been successful, right? Like you're here you're here with your mom and you said your brother was in town. So yeah. tell me what it's what it's done for for your family to be able to kind of chase this this uh this passion, let's call it, right? Yeah. So after that I was able to quit my day job and started do this for a living. Was that scary to do that? <laughs> yeah, kind of, but at the same time no. <laughs> uh I think I'm a really brave person. I can I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not scared to take those risks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, after that, uh I started uh making YouTube videos mm. and uh YouTube pays a lot of money for mm. you. So, through that, through my sponsors and through YouTube and Facebook I was like, I had my own company, and I think last year my sales was one million euros, and profit of that was like eight hundred thousand or something. Wow! So I think amazing. it's a good money. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah. I, but to get to that point, was there any? Did you ever get to a point where somebody was asking, whether it was even with family that were concerned for you and was like, "Are you sure about this? Giving up your career, just doing these?" Like, was there ever any point where you? You doubted what you were doing. No, no, really? they know that I'm crazy. So no, nobody said anything. They were like, "Go, go girl," because <laughs> because uh, these houses, I'm, I feel like I'm living my dream when I get to clean these. So and they knew it, like everybody knew at that point how much I loved cleaning. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around it, but, <laughs> but I guess there's there that really touched a nerve for you then. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm curious the kind of connections you make from it, right? Because you meet so many people as you're making these videos. You meet so many different people. Have there been some that talk to me about some of the times that that really affected you, getting to know someone and and being able to help them from where they were? Yeah, I'm. To be honest, I'm maybe more touched about the dirt or stains than people because (laughs) (laughs) it's easy for me it's easier to remember there was maybe this thing in germany which has uh, mushrooms growing on it oh my god i saw the video that one yeah yeah so beautiful of course (laughs) (laughs) of course these people are too like they are sweet and like i'm really touched but I remember more easily stays. The, the horror stories. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, talk to me about your rituals once you once you clean a house. After you've cleaned a house, is there a certain certain thing that you do that's part of your, your ritual? I just start cleaning. It's like, okay, for me, it's like... Because if you spend two days, if you spend two days, you're exhausted. So, like, yeah, tell me about that, like how you recover from that. Yeah. So, uh, the thing goes, like, when I... When I get pictures from the houses, it's like looking at the restaurant menu, you know, and I'm going to choose that (laughs) hamburger. I'm going to clean that house. So and then I go to the house. This is still like Tinder for you. You're you're swiping right. Hey, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, maybe like a Tinder. (laughs) Okay, but then I go to the house and I see all the mess Mm -hmm. and it's like looking at the delicious hamburger in front of you (laughs) and you can imagine 
Soon I'm gonna eat it. Oh. It's like I'm gonna Ari. I'm I'm looking at the house like soon I'm gonna clean this. And the cleaning part is like the eating part. You know, it's oh. the best part. Oh man, you're connecting these two things in my brain and it's doing something <laughs> bad to me, I think. And then the plate is empty. The house is clean. You are satisfied, but it's boring. Mm. And I don't care what the restaurant is doing with the empty plate. Right. Like you've moved on. You've yeah. done you've you've gotten the thing that you were you're you were interested in cleaning this thing. You've done it. You've moved on to the next one. Yeah, I'm satisfied. But like soon I know I want to eat more. Yeah. I want to clean more. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm exhausted but satisfied. But like week after that I'm full of energy. Let's go. Let's have another hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just ruined lunch for our producer who has a hamburger <laughs> waiting for her back at her desk. Tell me now that you're here, what what are you what are you thinking about next? Right, like getting here was such a you know it sounded like it was important to you to come get the bigger messes. What do you hope comes from this from this trip and this opportunity? Well, I think I'm already having it. Like that cockroach house was beyond my dreams. Like. It was nightmares my- in America. We say nightmares. <laughs> I feel like I'm living America's dream. Like this is the dream that everybody keeps talking about. Oof. American dream. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanna. I just wanna clean. Basically, that's what I wanna do. Are there yeah. are there certain things that you're looking out for now? You've been in Miami long enough. You've been here a, a little over a month. That you're looking at and saying, oh, I wanna try a condo or I wanna try a. A boat, somebody's roach-infested <laughs> boat. I don't know. Is what, What's next for you? To be honest, I don't care what it is. If it's dirty enough, I want to clean it. Like, my tolerance is quite high, to be honest. And oh, quite high, but not infinite. Has there been a point where you were like, I, I need a second? No. What? No. Usually, it's the opposite. The home is too clean, so I have to refuse to clean it. But there's haven't never ever been a situation that I'm like, oh, that's too dirty, and it's not going to happen oh ever. Uh, like, yeah, I want to find like dirtier and dirtier places. Oh my, it feels like it feels like you're making a huge challenge here. Uh, who who's helping you? Like, who who should we shout out? Who's helping you do? Is it usually just you cleaning a place, yeah. or do you or do you enlist anybody locally? No, usually it's just me. You so. got and and I, I mean I'm not going to be the one to do it, but you should reach out to like a local celebrity and see if they're willing to raise money for a charity. <laughs> but I want <laughs> to do it alone. I like it. Of course, sometimes I clean with my friends and relatives, but usually I clean on my own, and I love it. I can I can listen some good podcast and just uh, just collect the trash and swipe everything and wash everything it's so therapeutic Audi, i feel like we could spend another hour kind of breaking down uh <laughs> you're just needing your desire but it's been it's been really eye-opening uh and really fun getting to talk with you for oh the last thank hour. you thank you for having me so Audi, uh how can folks find you again they'll find you uh on tiktok uh and instagram and youtube uh looking for Audi a-u-r-i katarina right with two eyes yes and katarina with a k and if you have a dirty house, please DM me on Instagram. Send me pictures of the dirty home. All right. And 
I'll be there. And just don't send your pictures to us, folks. Audi, <laughs> thank you so much for making the time. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Our guest today was Audi Kananen. She's become famous for going around the globe cleaning some of the messiest homes. She's got a book out. It's titled Happiness Cleaning, How to Embrace the Mess and Love the Cleanup. And you can also find her on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Audi Katarina. And that's Sundown for Monday, January 29th. Leslie Oye Atkinson is our lead producer. Our producer is Elisa Baena. Sergio Bustos is WLRN's VP of News, and Katie Munoz is our director of live programming. Peter J. Meritz is WLRN's VP of Radio, and our engineer is Richard Ives. Our theme music is by the Miami Afro-Cuban funk band Palo at gopalo.com. You can download a podcast of this program. Just search for WLRN Sundial on your podcast app. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we talk with the lead singer of the band Snarky Puppy, Michael League. Michael's also the co-founder of the Ground Up Music Festival happening in South Florida this weekend. I'm Carlos Frias, clean vibes only.